0: Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. All right, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. How's everybody doing? If this is your first time listening to The Geek Show, first of all, welcome. This is a show where we do the crazy on talk radio, and we take a break from politics. (gasps) Oh my gosh, I know it's hard, but we all need a break every once in a while from politics. This is a show where we talk about uh, geek things, comic books, video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything. That's what the Geek Show is here for. And I have some great news I'm going to go over with you. We have a, a pretty good, solid... Uh, b- how the show works, so we start off always with the news of the week. I got some a lot of small stories, not that many big ones, and that's okay, and some interesting reboots, which I want to talk about too, because reboots are a whole thing. Ugh, and then we take a break and we come back and we talk about the fact that it is the weekend. What are you gonna watch in the movie theaters? Well, there's Dr. Doolittle and there's Bad Boys three, one of them did phenomenal, the other one did terrible. I'll let you guess. Until we get to there, which is which. Then after that, we take a break for news. When we're back after that, we go to Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technology world. I got some very interesting stories. And, uh, one thing we do dive just a tiny bit into politics if it involves technology. And, uh, there was something with Apple and Donald Trump that they were discussing. We'll take all, we'll, kind of break it down for you then of course we end the show with the top five lists of the week i got a viral video i got a news fail i got movie trailers we have a jam-packed show so let's start off with the great world of reboots if you haven't realized and i think the blame ha- if it's a blame okay i don't want to i'm not if you like reboots i'm not here to uh shame you a uh, reboot shame you uh I just come from the family of I like original, new, different stuff. Even if it's not great, I'm glad that they try something new. But I think it was Disney because they started rebooting all of their old movies and then TV shows. And now everybody has a streaming service. And on that streaming service, everybody wants to reboot old franchises. And this is the big one. This one came out on Thursday. It blew up on Twitter I've never heard of it. Don't judge me. I know my geekdom does not leak into the world of 80s sitcoms, but NBC Universal announced Thursday that the 80s sitcom Punky Brewster is coming back and uh people are of mixed feelings about it. Uh It will be coming back via their streaming service, which is coming out later this year uh, called Peacock, which is the worst name for a streaming service of all time. But uh if you don't know, and I didn't know this until I read it, the premise of the show is a bit bleak. Uh The eight-year-old Punky's dad walks out on her family, causing her mom to leave her at a shopping center with her dog, Brandon. After wandering into an abandoned apartment, Punky comes upon a crotchety building manager, Henry Warnemont. I don't know if that's how last names, am I right? Uh, who eventually becomes her foster father? it's kind of like Annie, but without all the singing so uh they haven't said where the story's gonna go uh, uh some of the original actors are coming back. That's cool and all, but here's the thing i I don't know about you i I could be completely wrong um i I know i get I get yelled at by my family a lot saying, "Ah, oh, Corey, when you went to film school, you became not fun to watch movies or t v shows with but I'm tired of reboots and I'm, I'm just really, really tired of it. And because in the most part, when they come in back and reboot them, they're not as good and they're just catering to the nostalgia in us that we want from to feel like the good old days. And it, it's just weird, but Disney's going to keep doing it. Hulu's going to do it. Fox is going to do it. NBC, ABC, everyone's going to do it. What's kind of funny there is three out of those streaming services I just named are all owned by Disney. That shows the power of Disney. I know I'm a little all over the place today. I had a big old thing of energy drink and I am just a roll in here. Uh, let's talk about some other ones. Uh, this one is very, very sad. One of my favorite, if not my favorite, Netflix series is Mindhunters. Mindhunter is a show where it is Based off of a book, and it follows FBI agents as they open up their very first division uh, to catch serial killers. And these are fake people; they're not based on real characters. But the the serial killers that they talk to throughout the show are all very real serial killers in real life. And it's a really interesting look into the minds of these people and just the storytelling. Here's what's the so brilliant about the show is it can make a twenty minute conversation of three guys just sitting into the room feel so intense and scary at times. like these the acting is phenomenal. but uh, sad news is that Mind Hunter season three is being placed on indefinite hold at Netflix, and the cast members have been released from their contracts, making the future of this drama. Uncertain. According to TV Line, Mine Hunter's potential third season has been put on hiatus to allow director David Finch the opportunity to focus on several other projects in his hectic schedule, though he, and I quote, he might revisit Mine Hunter again in the future. This one is incredibly sad just because I really, really like this show. It was just it, it hits that that itch I have with movies is I, I want it dark I want it real I want it gritty and the fact that I was learning so much about these notorious serial killers that I've never heard about but a lot of people have been talking about and uh yeah really really good season one was phenomenal uh, the main guy was Ed Kemp and uh season two was great it involved a uh string of child uh Serial rapist and murder in the southern uh, part of the United States and during a time where race was still an issue. So it was really, really good. I definitely check it out. Obviously, they left it open to continue. But at the same time, uh, they kind of wrap things up a little bit, too. Uh, now I got all the quick ones for you. Quentin Tarantino says that he is unlikely to direct a Star Trek movie, even though he wrote one. He said, while I think uh, it would be cool to direct it, it's not in my pipeline to do, though I encourage any other director to pick it up, and I will be more than happy to come back uh, on set and give you some notes. Uh, Dr- Doctor Strange 2 has lost its director, uh, Scott Dickerson, who did the original Doctor Strange has exited Doctor Strange 2 over, and I quote, creative differences. Now, if you know, Disney, especially in Star Wars land, has a string of directors who have left because of, quote, creative differences. Usually, it's the directors clashing with uh, management, and management wants something a certain way. The director wants to try something different. Uh, the Howling, which is a old werewolf movie, I've never heard of it, but uh, The Howling is being remaked from the It director. Uh, director Andy Mucitelli is in negotiations to Netflix uh, to remake the werewolf movie The Howling. That's cool. If it's anything, Andy is great at horror movies. It Chapter 1 was great. It Chapter 2 was not so great. But I think he'll do good with that. Uh, Jack Dorsey, who's the CEO of Twitter, said that Twitter will, and I quote, probably never get the edit button. This was in a current video he did where he is answering uh, fan questions. It's unsure on if he was joking or if he's serious. I'm willing to bet he was serious about that. If it's one thing we really need, it's a edit button. Then we wouldn't have cafe face. Um, ben and Jerry released a brand new flavor of ice cream. It's called Netflix and chilled. It is a peanut butter ice cream mixed in with sweet and salty pretzel swirls and chunks of fudge brownie. What's really interesting is they keep throwing these crazy, crazy uh, flavors. And it's like, what? at what point is there going to be like 2% ice cream in it? But you have like chocolate strawberry mixed with pretzels and M&Ms on top, you know, and it just keeps loading and loading until there's such a little amount of ice cream in there. Um, if you followed the Star Wars movies, you know my opinion on it. But if you watched the new one and you're like, ah, this is kind of weird, you should know that J.J. Abrams was not the first director attached to watch to make this movie. Uh, it was originally Colin Trevorrow's, and he was the man who directed the reboot of Jurassic World. And that after that movie had a huge success, Disney was like, yes, please make our last Star Wars trilogy movie. And then due to, and I quote, creative differences, he was let go. Rumors are that he was not exactly the nicest person on set and that he had radically different ideas than uh, Disney. And you can read those radical different ideas because uh, his script for Star Wars Episode uh, Nine has leaked out online. I'm not going to read anything on here because it's spoilers. Some of it can be spoilers for this movie. But I highly recommend, if you are a Star Wars fan, to look it up. Look up the leaked script for Star Wars, and you'll be able to find it in Google search. It is a very, very interesting leak. Uh, and in all honesty, I would have liked that movie a little better if they followed this. Uh, James Bond is in a little controversy. James Bond, producer, longtime producer, who is a female, and you'll hear why in a second, said, and I quote, James Bond can be uh, any color, but he has to be a male. So she's kind of shutting the door on the thought that James Bond could be a woman. I think that's incredibly stupid. Why would you limit yourself like that? But some people like the quote tradition, whatever. Uh, in other James Bond news, uh, Billie Eilish has announced that she is going to be doing the, uh, song, the intro song for the movie. She is writing it with her brother. And if that movie is coming out later this year, that is awesome. Billie Eilish is one of my favorite, uh, hits from last year she does some phenomenal work i'm very curious to see her work on that uh in sad news well not really sad news final fantasy 7 remake which a lot of video game players out there are super excited for that has been pushed back by a month and the avengers video game has been pushed back until september it was going to come out in may um i think the avengers one is obviously because they want to hit the winter traction of video, video games. September is when the big video games come out and the movies and the money starts rolling in. Um, I'll be curious to see, though, because this is the year that PlayStation 5 and the Xbox X series, terrible name, uh, is coming out. So I'll be curious to see if they're going to have upgraded versions or downgraded versions. I don't know. Uh, I will be bringing you guys more on PlayStation 5 and Xbox when they release it. They haven't released that much information. Uh, one more thing is that if you are a video game fan, PlayStation, uh, Sony, PlayStation 5 has announced that they are not going to E3 this year. E3 is a big video game convention. That is one of my favorite events of the year because they announced just a boatload of new video games. It has come to a huge shock to a lot of people that Sony is skipping again especially on a year where they are releasing a brand new video game console. You would think you would want that attention, but I think in the long run, it's going to help them. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break because I talked for way too long. When we get back, we're going to very quickly go over the movies of the week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. First of all, thank you all for joining me today. I love doing this show, and I'm glad that you can be a part of it with me as we share our love for geekdom. But let's head on down to Landmark Cinema as we talk about what movies are out this weekend. The big ones being Bad Boys for Life, a.k.a. Bad Boys 3, and Dr. Doolittle. Oh, my mistake. It's just called Doolittle. Uh, But before that, uh, let's talk about the box office. Still doing very well is the movie 1917, which was just announced for an Oscar. It is at 90% in Rotten Tomatoes, doing very, very good. A lot of people are saying this is the best war movie in a very long time. Some people even dare to say that it is better than Saving Private Ryan, which I love that movie. I find that hard to believe, but we'll have to wait and see when that comes out digitally. That's when I'll take a look at it. Uh Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker is still in second place. I think it just crossed the one billion mark, which I think Disney will be happy with Jumanji. The next level is still doing well. I believe this came out early December. The fact that it's number three still and at 14 million dollars, not too shabby. Uh, like a boss, just mercy, little women, and underwater. But opening up this week are the two big ones. Uh, the big one, the biggest being Bad Boys for Life, aka Bad Boys 3. It stars Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, and they are, I've never seen any of the original ones, but they're cops that are getting back together for one last ride. That's all it says. And, uh, overall, Seventy five percent. It's doing very well. A lot of the headlines I read was like third time's a charm. These guys are great. Welcome back. We missed you. It's really cool. And then we have the other side of the coin, and that is Dr. Doolittle, a.k.a. Doolittle. I I feel like they should have kept the doctor in there, but it's just an annoyance because I was grew up with the Eddie Murphy, Dr. Doolittle movie, and that was called Dr. Doolittle. But uh sadly, it has become the worst movie of the year so far. That's not saying much because we're still in January, but it's at 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. It stars Robert Downey Jr., uh just some of the voice actors, Rami Malek, Emma Thompson, Michael Sheen, Antonia Banderas. I mean, this movie was loaded with uh, famous celebrities, and I, I wish I had the audio here with me because I would play it. And put my little crown on and say, see, I told you. I said when I played the trailer originally uh, a few months ago when they released it, I said, this trailer is awful. And I don't my my big concern is that it's going to rely too much on the fact that there are all of these celebrities and there's no story. And it kind of turned out to be uh, one of my favorite things to do is read terrible reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. And at 12 percent, you got a lot to read from. Uh The Atlantic said, one of the worst cinematic fiascos I have seen in years. When the writing is dull, it's hard to sustain moviegoers' interest, let alone have them be immersed in the story. Ouch. My favorite one comes from the New York Post that said, there's got to be a moment as an actor watches himself on screen, pulling bagpipes out of a CGI dragon's rear end that he thinks to himself, have I really fallen this far? Ouch, terrible reviews. I'm sad to say that Dr. Doolittle, or Doolittle, I see I did it again, is not doing that well. Uh, I I would probably pass on that. It seems to rely on a lot of crude humor, and it's just boring, incredibly boring to watch. Uh, We have a little bit of time, so let's talk about some TV shows. So, over Christmas break, I was watching, I call it Christmas break, I took a two-week vacation. I watched some great shows. Obviously, I rewatched The Watchmen, uh That is an HBO series. It is based off of one of the best comic books, the greatest comic book of all time to many, and it is a sequel to it. I highly recommend you read the comic book first, but it is a fantastic show on HBO. Uh Another one on HBO is His Dark Materials. I watched that in like two days. It was so good. It is. uh If you've ever seen the movie, The Golden Compass, it is basically that movie in several episodes, and it's just part one. We still have to continue on fantastic overall. The acting is great. The effects are great. It was really, really good. And it's kind of funny that uh, we now are at the point where we could take a movie, I think, from 2012, maybe even before that, uh, and have good, if not better, special effects uh, than we do now on a TV series when compared to a movie. But Overall, great, great stuff. The The biggest one everybody is talking about right now is the new HBO series called The Outsider. It is a new like murder mystery show where a... Uh, let me pop it up here. It stars Jason Bateman, and it's based off of a Stephen King novel, and it's basically there has been a murder, and uh, something crazy happens. When they arrest the guy who they have on video murdering someone he was in another country or another state or somewhere completely different. And they have audio video proof of that fact. So it's a big mystery as to, well, what the heck is happening? Uh, A lot of people say that this is what true detective needed to be. That is a series I tried to get into, but I couldn't, but they're saying really, really good things about it. So you might be interested in it. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about some technology news. We're going to talk about some movie news, uh, specifically the Oscars, and then we'll finish up the show with the top five list of the week. So I will see you after this break and after news. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Right. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment, and personally one of my favorite segments. This is Corey's Tech Corner. We talk about the latest interesting things in the technology world. And let's start off with a little political, because I know I try to stay from politics unless it involves technology, and this is a big one. Uh, on Wednesday, the DOJ, or it might have been a day before that, the DOJ came out and said that uh, Apple was not allowing uh, the DOJ to get access to a, a shooter's phone information and to get into it. And then it came out later and said that Apple fully did not oblige at all. And then Trump on Wednesday wrote this in a tweet. He said, we are, hap- we are helping Apple all the time on trade and so many other issues, and yet they refuse to unlock phones used by killers, drug dealers, and other violent criminal elements. Okay. I'm gonna try to go through this quick because it's a long, complicated subject. But uh, remember, the Geek Show—we are. I do my best to stay politically uh, irrelevant. I'm not. I'm not standing on either side. I'm just standing here for you, the consumer. And here's the thing: this might be a little controversial, but I don't think we should do that, and I don't think Trump should be tweeting that. And I, I want to say it, first of all, that I am not in any way saying that I want to help and protect uh shooters and drug dealers and I want to protect innovation. No, not at all. But there's a slippery, slippery slope with technology. And the moment you give something away, it opens the door to keep pushing that rule. I mean, we can just go to the basics with kids. Uh, they want a cookie, but you say, no, well, can I instead get a cracker? Yes, you can have a cracker, and, and then slowly, ah, oh, well, you said I gotta have a cracker. Can I instead have a cookie? Eventually, you get there. So when you push at big tech companies that are doing their job, they uh, Apple is saying, has said from day one, and when you agree to their terms and services, it says it in there that they will protect you, the individual's private information. That's a good thing that they're protecting that. Obviously, if the government wants to hire hackers to break into their phones or some other backdoor shady deal, not through Apple, 100 percent fine. Definitely. I want these people's information to get out so we can put them away and lock them up for a very long time. But when you force and threaten companies like this, that's a problem. And I think that's an overall problem, not just with Trump, but with uh, most political people out there. Congressmen and senators are tend to be on the older side of things. And they may not realize all the complexities that are behind uh, technology because technology is always changing and the government, as always, is always two steps behind in the world of technology with laws and everything. So when I see stuff like this, it just worries me a little bit because Apple is defending our individual rights. I know I don't want this to come back to us, the average person. If you're pulled over by a cop and they say, I want to see your phone. And they, because of Apple, they are instantly allowed to get into your phone and see everything you've been doing. Regardless on if you were right or wrong, they don't have the right to do that. They should not go through Apple. If they have to go through it another way, that's fine. I don't care. But don't hurt a company who's defending our privacy because every other company out there is selling our information and going off on that. Is dating apps. There is a new uh, report that came out from Europe that shared uh that over ten dating apps, uh, the big one being uh Grinder, Zeus, I think Bumble was one of them, is selling your information. Um while why this one's not as big of a deal is because I mean obviously anybody that uses your private information to uh sells it to advertisers to influence you to buy stuff or your decision making is a big deal. But it is they've Even stated in the report, it is stated in the terms and services of their agreement when you sign up that they can and will sell your information, and they list the information that they will sell. And this, along with the uh, the Apple thing, is that technology has given us the ability to have access to a boatload of information, but at the same time, due to social media, uh, due to social media, due to social media. Apps out there like Facebook and uh, Twitter were able to instantly respond to things. So we can't logically think through things. And the emotional response, without a doubt, is, yeah, the DOJ should be able to get the information from the person without logically thinking of what that's going to mean in the long run. I don't care if they use a backdoor shady deal to get access to that phone. Don't force a company who's protecting our rights to do that and don't hurt them for protecting our rights, because we should be worried about our privacy. But I'll stop there, because I will. I have a long rant that I just keep on hitting the drum with, but uh, it's something that we're going to be more and more concerned as technology keeps growing. But an interesting topic, uh, nonetheless. Uh, Japan is opening up a Super Nintendo World theme park, and why I'm talking about this in Corey's Tech Corner is because they were showing off some of the technology. They wouldn't say too much about it, but they said that it's going to be a big video game when you get there and that when you go to this place uh, in Japan, it's going to come to the United States soon after you get a wristband. And once you're logged in, it pops up on these giant leaderboards everywhere. You can collect coins, digital coins there. They don't say what you get with these digital coins, but it's going to be very, very interactive. I love theme parks and I love the technology behind theme parks. So it'll be very interesting to see when this opens up later this year how much technology has influenced it and made it a really cool event. I'm super excited for it. Uh, Google is now partnering up with a company that uses AI models to allow nearly instantaneous weather forecasts. I only, I know this is kind of more of a boring one, but uh, why I brought it up is because the fascination, I hear all of these stories about what AI can do and, and will do. And I never in my life thought weather and AI would, be a combination that would work, but they're saying that they're able to cut down the, what regular forecasters do by hours to get up to date information, like even hours before. So they're hoping that with AI looking at these things, we can warn people ahead of time. If something big is coming like a tornado or a hurricane and that could, it could protect more people in the long run. I think that's cool. That's a very, very interesting thing for uh, AI and technology in general. We'll have to continue to keep an eye on that. Spotify is doing something interesting. Spotify is a place where you can go and listen to any music. Of course, you can pay a subscription because everyone has a subscription these days and you won't have advertisements. Uh, they have a new thing that's obviously a ploy to try to get viral. I don't think it will be that successful because I haven't seen it much online. I just read about it. Spotify will now make a playlist for your pet so you can pick out of five pets, iguana, cat, dog and dog hamster and bird if you click on it it will uh, pick out the best songs for you and your animal to listen to i think that's incredibly weird i don't have spotify but if you do and you use that please let me know what happens uh why i think it's a viral thing because obviously it's incredibly silly but they're giving people the ability to share that information out there and they want it to go viral without a doubt and finally, I'm just going to quickly go over this because I don't think the Oscars are that worthy anymore. Uh, obviously, when I was in film school, I thought of it as a big deal. But now that I've seen co- covering it on this show, the money behind it and just the it's not important. A lot of people don't care. It's just a bunch of rich people getting together, showing off. Artwork is obviously very important, but a lot of the smaller independent stuff don't get noticed. So here's the thing. We'll go over the best pictures. If we have time, we'll go over a couple others. Best picture, Ford versus Ferrari. It's the film, obviously, about the Ford company versus Ferrari company. Who can make a better car? Who can win in a race? The Irishman from Netflix. Uh, what was amazing was that everybody was announced for a Oscar except for Robert De Niro. That stinks. Jojo Rabbit, a movie about a young boy who has an imaginary friend who... Is Hitler? I'm not joking. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is up for an Oscar for Best Actor, along with the movie Joker, one of my favorite, my favorite movie of last year. Really, really good. I was happy to see that. Little Women, which just came out, uh, why it just came out was and you might be saying, well, why is it up for an Oscar is because it released uh, in limited release. Uh, A couple months ago, but now has a wide release to get more hype for the movie. "A Marriage Story on Netflix is supposed to be a heartbreakingly real tale of uh, divorce, and it's supposed to be really, really good. 1917 is a war movie that a lot of people are saying is better than my personal favorite, which is Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is... The Quentin Tarantino film starring Brad Pitt and DiCaprio, it is the tale of, no, I'm going to leave it a little bit of a surprise. Let's just say you think it's going one way and then it takes the typical Quentin Tarantino turn, lots of blood. And finally was the movie Parasite, which is also nominated for the best foreign film. But the fact that a foreign film is on the list for the best picture of all is really, really cool. I haven't seen that movie yet. In fact, I'm going to be watching it this weekend because it just released digitally. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going over the top five list of the week. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, it's the top five list of the week. I watch a stupid amount of videos during the week. I gather the most important ones that I have found this week and one funny one. And I got some trailers. I got some reactions. And I got just the most hilarious thing that I found in the world. Let's start it off. Where do we start at? Number five. Number five goes to one of my favorite shows on television. Uh, it's been off for two years now, a year or two. And it's finally coming back. They they have an announced date, and then they release this trailer. It's just a little tease. I won't play too much because there's not much to it. But this is the trailer for Season 3 of Westworld. No one knows it's happened yet or that it's already been lost. For the most part, humanity has been a miserable little band of thugs stumbling from one catastrophe to the next. Our history is like the ravings of lunatics. Kills. but we've changed that for the first time history has author. yeah so that is the season three trailer for westworld on hbo it is based off of the old uh, movie which is based off of a book and it is a series about uh, going to a theme park that robots are everywhere all of the people in the robots besides the other guests are robots you can do Whatever you want on and in that facility. Of course, it's HBO, so yes, it includes things like that. And uh, season three is going to be really good because it ended on a point where the robots finally realize they're robots and that they are they have escaped into the real world. So how is that going to happen? Are the robots going to destroy humans? Are the humans going to destroy the robots? I don't know, but I am super super excited. Seriously, uh, two years, at least two years. Uh, for from the last season. I have been itching for some more Westworld. I'm curious to see if this will be the last of it, but we'll have to wait not much longer. It's coming out on March 15th. Number four. Number four goes to the new Marvel movie that's made by Sony because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man, so they're continuing on with their villains movies, and this is the trailer for Morbius. I should have died years ago. I- i still here, if not, to fix this. I have a rare blood disease. And I'm running out of time. This can be my last chance. You're up to something, what is it? That's not exactly legal. I want to see you get hurt more than you already have. This would be a cure. Yes. Yeah, so this movie, Morbius, is basically the opposite of Spider-Man. It is a man who becomes a uh, villain, but it is via being bitten or whatever his experiment is in this movie uh, by bats. And he becomes a vampire-esque monster. Uh, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with this just because Venom uh, kind of turned into a, a superhero movie in the long run. So, I don't know if they're gonna go full villain on this, but, uh, some interesting things that came out of the trailer was that, um, there are hints that, uh, the Spider, the Marvel, Disney's Marvel Universe is finally partnering up with Sony. Uh, there were images of Spider-Man in there, and there was also, um, at the very end of the trailer was a, uh, the Vulture from the Spider-Man Homecoming. I think it was Homecoming, yeah. Uh the Vulture was in this movie. So I, I don't know how hard they're going to connect them. I think everybody's excited on the aspect of a Spider-Man versus Venom movie, and this kind of opens the door for it. Uh, my only concern is just like Venom, the CGI wasn't that stellar to me. That was the only thing holding Venom back for me, and I enjoyed Venom. I thought it was fun, but I walked in with, like, zero expectations. But uh Morbius is coming out later this year, probably in the summer. They didn't give an exact date. No, July 31st. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Jared Leto's starring it. We'll have to see what happens. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to a good one. Uh, if you follow the show, you know I absolutely love the series Pokemon. I've followed it since day one with the original video games, Red and Blue, and I've continued to follow it up till now. And this is more of a thing for, hey, if you have kids who like Pokemon, this is something cool. The Pokemon uh, YouTube channel Just released episode one of the, it's called Pokemon Twilight, episode one, and it's a cartoon series that is made for YouTube only, and it is all about the new Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is the new video game, and it's a little anime that's made within the world. The animation is stupidly gorgeous. You should check it out, but more importantly, you might want to tell your kids about it. A Tommy, of hurry! Against the strongest of them all, our champion Leon! I made it! And the match starts now! Let's go, Leon! Charizard! Charizard Come on, Charizard! Oh, Dodger, oh, yeah. You and got Charizard this! Alright! <laughs> just once i'd love to see leon battle live at the stadium yeah so the animation is gorgeous the story looks great it's only like six minutes long i think you can also get it on youtube kids if your kids use that but uh, I love animation and I love Pokemon. That's why I wanted to shed a little light on this because it's something unique. Uh, episode one is out right now. They're releasing seven episodes in total. And I believe they're coming out weekly on a weekly basis. Number two. Number two is short and sweet. A friend of mine who listens to this show a lot says, Corey, I know you love news fails. You need to listen to this one. Uh, it's a little bit old by a couple months, but you got to play it because you didn't before. And yeah, so I'm going to play it. And then we're just going to move on. I'm not even going to talk about it because it is one of the funniest things ever. This is a news fail that comes out from California, from Anaheim. This is literally seven seconds long. Enjoy this one. It is just too funny. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah. Here's number one. Number one goes to a <laughs> that video is so funny. Number one goes to a just a beautiful little video that's been gone, gotten a little viral. Uh, there is an animation studio, and I've played the trailer before. It was on my top five list uh, for Netflix's Claws, and they were uh, a nominee for best animated movie of all time. And they released a video showing the reactions of the people because. They're a smaller studio, and they really didn't think they were going to get a nomination because, I mean, e- the, the that's one of the biggest surprises out of the Oscars is Frozen was not announced as one of the best pictures, which kind of blew a lot of people away. But here is their moment. This is the animation studio behind Netflix's uh, movie called Claws, finding out about their Oscar nomination. Best animated feature Ooh, film ah! the by the Short Films. <laughs> and teacher animation branch as well as members of the animation community across all branches here are the nominees how to train your dragon the Uh, hidden world (laughs) i lost my body Yeah, I love stuff like that. What's hilarious is as soon as they heard the movie, uh, we lost our body. They're like, oh, we're out. We're done. we're n- There's no way. And then they announce it. And there's like this half second of uh, a pause before they realize that their movie was just announced. Stuff like that is really cool. Obviously, I kind of digged on the Oscars a little bit earlier in the show. Um, but I know there's a lot of hard people behind the scenes in these movies Especially in animation studios, they do a lot of hard work. And the fact that it was shown off here and that they're able to celebrate together, really, really cool video. Uh, If you have the chance look it up, just watching their faces smile is worth watching it and hearing it again. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show. We continue our trend of talking about the latest in video games, Geek. And just overall good news. I hope you are well-informed and a little geekier after today. Have a fantastic weekend. I will see you all next week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.